Steve and Justin use YCharts for their winning investment research. So start your free trial now. And if you purchase, mention InvestTalk and get a generous discount at YCharts.com. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Friday edition of Invest Talk. It is January 25th to 25th, 2019. I'm Steve Peasley, and I thank you for joining me today. Now, whether you're a regular listener or you're new to the program, we, you know, we have one serious objective here on the show, and we talk about it every day at the opening, and that is to make you a better investor, to try to help you earn that financial freedom that everybody wants. Now, financial freedom doesn't mean stop working, by the way. It means stop working if that's what you want. What it means, financial freedom means to me, and what I, how I describe it to you, is you to have the choice to do whatever you want to do. Whether it's working, not working, it doesn't matter. Volunteer work, whatever you want. So we have to, well, that's, the, that's the goal. That financial freedom is the goal. And that's what we're working on. Today, in this hour, I'm going to do my best to help you get there. And I'm doing it. We got to do it one step at a time. And along the way, I hope you will, you know, you'll do, you'll, you'll do, you will participate because the show is driven by you, not me. When I say that, I mean your phone calls. Your phone calls drive what we're going to talk about. I, of course, have subjects I'm going to touch on, but your phone calls do drive the show. So I'm taking calls live right now, four to five Pacific time, Monday through Friday. So I'm live eight 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 ninety nine chart. 888-992-4278. Well, the big tech names, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, report profits next week. These big tech names will. And we're going to see, um, you know, it, it's funny because the market was pretty pessimistic for the last couple of months, right, of, of uh, 2018. And here, are, here in the first month of 2019, everything seems to be pretty optimistic. I just want to ratchet down that optimism a little bit, though. It's not, you know, we got issues. And until those issues are behind us, we, we, you know, some of these issues are big and not too many people are worried about them. I'll give you an example. No one's worried about the slowdown in the rest of the world economically, the slowdown in Europe, where Germany might go into recession, the slowdown in almost in China. China's still growing. But it's slowing down. That's affecting the rest of Asia. And we, you know, the big worry out there that I think we can get behind, hopefully get behind us, is the trade war between us and China. But no one seems to be worried about that either. Just seems uh, odd to me. Too much, too much optimism after too much pessimism. <laughs> of course, it is earnings seasons, and we've had some pretty good numbers out. The interest rate on the 10-year treasury, the yield, is 2.73%. 2.73%. That's pretty low. Hmm. And the Fed may not drastically reduce their balance sheet. At least they say that without considering the impact on the economy. The Fed has changed in its tune recently about interest rates. Um, They're still saying they're going to raise them, but they've backed off at how soon and... 
you can tell by their speeches that all of a sudden they ratcheted down the rhetoric about raising rates. And I have a feeling it has everything to do about the world economy. I do. And our own economy, by the way, not slowing down this year. I do. Okay, everybody, you know, I, did have, I had a class yesterday, and one of the bad ideas and investments I suggested was cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies. Did you know of the, they, they have, of the new cryptocurrencies out there, only like 1% to 2% are actually successful? Do you know that Bitcoin is down to $3,600 now per coin? Do you know it costs more to track that coin and produce that coin than the coin cost? Things aren't, you know, I, 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 I do think that there will, you know, cryptocurrency is here to stay, but I'm not so sure that there's going to be very, I guarantee 80, 90% of those cryptocurrencies will disappear will disappear. So as you can tell, there's always lots of market news out there every day, every week. And I try to share some of it. And since it's Friday, I'm also going to share highlights from my from the, the KPP premium newsletter we put out, the premium one. Comes out every Friday, send it to all the clients, anybody who wants to buy it. But first, let's go ahead and grab a question from our anytime listener line number, 888-99-CHART. Yes, my question concerns the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. And I'm curious, do we have any exposure as uh, to any possible uh, additional coverage that the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation might have in the current economic climate? Thanks. Bye-bye. I'm not sure what you're meaning to have an additional exposure to coverage of the pension guarantee fund. If you, if, there, if you have a pension and you belong to the pension guarantee fund, which most pensions do, that means if your pension goes under and doesn't have enough money to pay the pension, the pension guarantee fund will take over. Now, don't think the pension guarantee fund will necessarily pay all your pension benefits and you won't see any dip. The ones I've seen, sometimes they'll cut those pension payments in half. They, you know, so don't think that you know if your pension fund goes belly up that you're going to get all your, your monthly pension and there's not going to be any interruption you will have a reduction it's just a matter of how much and a lot of it i don't know what you mean by your question is about additional benefits there's you know i'm not sure what that that question is appreciate it thank you very much 888-99 chart everybody 888-992-4278 this is invest talk and i'm steve peasley you have noticed Justin sitting in for me while I was up in San Jose conducting some no-cost portfolio reviews for InvestTalk listeners, and I think time—I think my time was well spent. And I hope, hopefully, you got a lot of Justin's shows. I'll be able to—I'm—I'm I'm always able to do this every month. Okay, uh, usually I go up there once or twice a month, and we'll be setting up a new date real soon. Anyways, give us a call. Anytime this one line is up and running, our number is 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. Have you visited InvestTalkAcademy.com? You should. It can help you learn to invest like a pro. 
because it features online classes that can teach you how to grow your investments independently. Learn more at investtalkacademy.com. Have you got a question for Steve? He's here and the lines are open. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's go talk to uh, John in Santa Cruz. He wants to talk about Western Digital Company. How are you doing, John? Good, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Thank about you. Two weeks ago, I bought I bought some shares uh, at Western of Western Digital uh, at about thirty six dollars. Then it started uh-huh. going up, and uh, then today, it, this morning, it shot up seventeen percent, and I sold it. Yep. Uh, and then it started okay. going down. It, it, and it was up about I guess it ended up about six percent today or something like that, but. You know, it just, uh, I've never had that happen. I'm just, I don't know if I did the right thing. I, I wanted to grab, you know, the profit. Um, but I still like Well, uh, depend, you, you should have you wrote down, John, why, why did you buy it? What was your target price? Did you have a price that you thought it would go to and therefore, you know, you would hold on to it to, to that? Or did you have a reason why you bought it? You thought the earnings were going to be good or sales and, you know. Oh. That, for everybody else, that's a good thing, a practice to get into. Go ahead, John. I bought it for the dividend, you know, but I went up so drastically today that I thought it was an anomaly. That's why I sold it. <laughs> well, um, But maybe it's not. Well, John, I don't know. I mean, it, 17% in no. one day. Yeah, that's very unusual. Uh, we own Western Digital in, in one of our managed accounts. Um, and I, I, if you want me to answer the question, I, I do think you made a mistake by selling it okay. because if your, your quoted reason for buying it was the dividend, there was not going to be any change yep. for the dividend, right? I mean, it's not, and the stock is, you know, was very low priced. Uh, it's still very low priced and it's probably at the bottom of the cycle of these kinds of stocks. So I think, you know, I think you probably should hold on. That doesn't mean it won't go back down and retest 35. It could. And it doesn't mean, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't mean that you're wrong, but now you're, 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 you're second guessing yourself right now. So, uh, you know, I would just take it and run, go get another one. Don't worry about getting back into it. Okay. Okay. Thanks okay. for the call, John. I appreciate that. 888-99-CHART, our main talking point today. YouTube is betting against big cable with a nationwide expansion. They're running out the YouTube TV to 98% of the United States. We're going to look at that story. I think that's a pretty interesting story. You know Google owns YouTube, right? AI is replacing 36 million U.S. workers. It's going to repeat. So there's going to be 36 million jobs are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence. Should we worry? U.S. leading economic indicators down one-tenth of a percent. LEI down one-tenth of a percent in December. Should we worry about that? Did you see, I also want to talk about the ECB, uh, you know, um, and about economic reports that have been delayed and the ones that are coming out because of the government shutdown. So those are things on tap, but of course, you know, this show is driven by you and what you want to do. What happened in the market today? It was up. The Dow was up 184, the Nasdaq up 91, and the S&P up 22 points. 
And so you had a pretty positive week. There was a pause there in two or three days, but still was on the positive. And it, most of it was driven by pretty upbeat uh, earnings reports for the fourth quarter. So it wasn't a bad thing. Okay, let's go to Bill in Fremont. He wants to talk about P.E. ratios. What, what about P.E. ratios, Bill? Hi, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm calling. I've heard you uh. And PE ratios. I kind of know how the figures are done, but you, you come up when you do a PE ratio, you're coming up with a future price mm-hmm. of that stock. How do you do that? Okay, it's not hard. Um, I, yeah, first of all, I have lots of software that helps me, Bill, so I kind of cheat in that way. But it, you always look at this is how you do it. You always look at next year's earnings, okay, the estimates. I know it's an estimate, so therefore, you know, you're just you know, the experts are very wrong often, but that's the only thing you have. So you look at next year's earnings per share estimates, earnings per share estimates, and that's how they usually give them in the, in the form of earnings per share. So I look at next year's earnings per share on my software, and I know what the average PE range is for this industry or this stock, and I compile in my head what I think the value of that stock is based on next year's earnings. Now, I also factor in growth rates, the, the size of the company, big cap companies have lower PEs than smaller mid cap companies. Tech companies have higher PE ratios. So all those things, unfortunately, Bill, are in my head over the, about a bazillion years of doing this. So when I say, okay, that stock's about this much, it's, 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 it's in my head. I don't have, uh, uh, you know, I, when we do it, to when we're really analyzing a company, I can't do it this quick. We have to look at, you know, some things I don't look at here is the profit margins. Are margins squeezing or are they growing? I don't, I'm not able to look at what the competitors are doing. Are the competitors, you know, aggressive or not? So there's other factors I can't factor in in my head. But, you know, I can give you a pretty good idea what the stock is worth. Bill, appreciate the call. Thank you. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I want to thank you for making this program a part of your routine every day, Monday through Friday. And of course, we love the podcasters, and I know how you do that. You download it, and you listen to it whenever you want to. And I think that's a great service for any podcasting. So, but I do encourage your questions, whether it's live or not. We're live right now, but you can, you know, always call anytime, any time of the day, night, Monday through Monday. No, six, seven days a week. 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. The weekend is here or almost here for most of us. If you've been following the market swings, you understand how important it is for you to have Steve and Justin's guidance. And right now, you can get your questions answered if you call the Invest Talk Anytime Listener Line, 888 99Chart. 888 4278. The KPP Premium newsletter went out this morning to all the subscribers. And it's usually packed with a lot of helpful information, hopefully, anyways. Many insight. Uh, the market condition sections, which is the first large section, I explained that with the partial government shutdown, there had been a lot of delays in economic reports coming out, out of Washington, D.C. 
And this morning we had we had no new home sales report supposed to be out, no existing sales numbers for December. Oh, I'm sorry, no. Uh, I skipped a line. Uh, no durable goods orders and no core capital equipment orders were out. But but we did have the existing home sales for December earlier in the week, and that was down six percent from the month before. So that was not a good number. What was really unusual about that number? Uh, the what, that report, the existing home sales, is the inventory fell. Inventory is always always uh, counted as how many months would it take to sell the existing homes that are for sale, and the and it, that the how many months was reduced. But that made no sense when sales fell sharply six percent. Wouldn't the wouldn't the inventory go up? So that was different. In the portfolio management section, I pointed out every quarter we the listed companies report their earnings, and this time when investors, you know, that's the time when we can look at what's going on, on, you know, behind the scenes here. They tell us a lot of information, you know, but you gotta make sure you understand what you're looking at. Earnings and sales, those numbers can be manipulated, can be manipulated. So be very very careful with that. Okay, and of course I'm gonna you know go into more details about that, that kind of stuff. Uh, stock ideas. I gave a couple of big blue chippers today. Um, one uh, technology services company, and that's in 120 different countries and has 450,000 employees. So that was big. Um, so every every week I get to give you a couple of stock ideas to add to your watch list, sir, for you to do further homework on. And finally, in the consumer watch. Consumer watch section, um, um, I talked about trying to stay in shape in the workplace, and how many and, and we're not and we're not being we're not being very successful at it because obesity at the workplace has gone up quite a bit in the last ten years or so. So you got to you know that's a newsletter. It comes out every Friday. The KPP Premium Newsletter. If you want to order it, you go to investtalk.com or kppfinancial.com, you can order it. Let's go to Edgar in San Diego. How you doing, Edgar? I'm great. Thank you, Steve, taking my phone call. Um, I've had the Philip Morris MO for about three, four years, and uh, I'm pretty happy with it. But lately, I've noticed that, you know, it's just going down and down. And I was wondering, mm -hmm. is this because they're getting into cannabis or something going on with company? What's your opinion? Uh, it's not the cannabis, it's not not the marijuana because they're getting into it. That's not what causes it's going down. Uh, part of it is, you know, that everybody, it, it, tobacco companies and Philip Moore Altria Group, is they're easy to beat up by the government. But government likes to beat up on these companies. And they had some bad news or press, political pressure on their va vaping uh, product, you know, that has nicotine in it to try to get you off smoking. And, you know, they're being accused of, hook, uh, of, of addicting young people on that. And so, you know, it's just been negative. And it goes, it just happens. Now, they do pay a 7.2% dividend, Ultra. It's the symbols MO, everybody. Uh, they pay a huge dividend, and that's not, not in danger. It's not. 
They're going to make more money this year than they did last year, more money next year than they did the year before. And they're just driving the PE down. The PE now is like 11. And that's been, that's at its low range from 11 to 25. So, and it, it's a strong company. I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I would not, Edgar. I'd just leave it alone. Appreciate the call, though. Thank you. Thank 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Okay. Um, I had a caller wanted to talk about, um, oh, we'll go to Bob. But I do have a caller and an email that came in about a stock that we'll hopefully we'll get to today. Let's go to Bob in Sacramento. How are you doing, Bob? Hi, I'm doing fantastic. You, you know, you were talking about AI, and I have a couple companies. I don't know if you could – I was just wondering if you knew the, what company you would want to buy. But, um, you know, they have the ETF, the U-Bot, and then Palo Alto, Fortinet, Splunk, or mm-hmm. Clodera. And I was wondering, what, uh-huh. what do you think about um, which one would be the, the long-term – that you can just hold it and just buy well, it and hold it forever. I, I think I think you can do both of them, and I probably would. If you wanted to get into the AI sector, just buy them both, a little bit of both, and put them in a drawer and ignore them for a long time. I'm talking multi-years. Because there's going to be winners and losers in AI just like anything else. And the big boys are going to be in AI. Big boys meaning like you know Microsoft and you know, IBM, the big boys will be in there. But there's also going to be a lot of small uh, winners. So I, I kind of like the sector a lot for the future. Um, and if you can get an ETF, it's instantly diversified for you. Monday on Invest Talk, America is showing resilience despite headwinds around the globe, including contraction in China. So we're going to talk about that on Monday, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions at 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial, where they describe their services as independent thinking, shared success. And this philosophy is why KPP Financial can be of great value to investors. KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are committed to unbiased guidance. They don't upsell clients into expensive and questionable investments. Instead, Steve and Justin provide honest opinions and proven strategies based on the individual's current portfolio and risk tolerance. Working with KPP Financial, you can be assured of consistent dedication toward the goal of helping you achieve financial freedom. You can get things started with a phone call or a simple message through investtalk.com. Steve and Justin are always grateful when you make Invest Talk a part of your daily routine. And their unbiased guidance can be an invaluable aid to your efforts at building a strong portfolio. The phone lines are open. Steve is here and is ready for your questions. 888 99Chart. 888 So, okay, we know Google bought YouTube, and YouTube now is has been testing some YouTube TV. And they've been doing very well. They've doubled their subscription, more than doubled their subscription to 800,000 from about 300,000 not that long ago. And they're going to now spread the YouTube TV 
through 195 markets all across the United States, 98% of the households covered. Now, YouTube TV costs 40 bucks a month. Um, and what's different about YouTube TV? Well, they have, you know, it, it includes 60 networks, CNN, ABC, Fox, local affiliates. They, um, so it's premium networks, uh, premium TV. It's not just junk. They also, you can, you can get stars, you know, on it. So you can get that too. And of course that you have unlimited DVR recordings, so you can store, and what's really, someone has told me, what's really nice about it is it, it learns what you like to watch when you like to watch it, that you can record all these things, and, you know, when you turn it on, it'll list the things you like to watch at the time that you want to watch them. Like, okay, it's 7 o'clock at night. Well, you usually watch this, and that would be at the top of your list of things you could watch. I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it, it looks like it's gaining traction to me. And, you know, the big competitors like Disney is out there trying to get involved and, uh, you know, with their, their, and they're losing lots of money <laughs> um, uh, with their ESPN Plus and they have a stake in Hulu. Uh, there's a couple other players that, you know, I think YouTube's got the edge. I really do. Let's go to Wesley in Stockton. Wesley wants to talk about a stock. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good, thank you. Um, I'm, oh, I'm calling about Adiant. Um, I'm probably murdering the, the corporate name. The ticker symbol is ADNT. They are they provide seating for automotive companies. I'm afraid it's cyclical, but uh-huh. um, it's off its lows, and I was hoping it's a good time to add to position or just wait until the Wait till another time. Okay, let's look at it. Adiant. ADNT is a symbol. Adiant, it's out of uh, Ireland. Manufactures full range of seating systems for passenger cars, commercial vehicles, and light trucks. It's a $1.8 billion company. So, obviously, you mentioned it, and it's true. It's going to be attached to the economic circle, uh, economic cycle. It's tied to the automobile industry. So, you, you can watch the automobile industry and see how it does. So, those are the kinds of things that you do. But it is making a lot of money. Uh, it made, it's going to make $3.80 this year, which is down from five sixty-eight last year. Next year, it's going to rebound to $5.15 per share. That's the estimates. So, therefore, the fall that you've had for all of this year, falling from 47, you know, actually, it's got as high back in 2018, as high as 84 at one point. And today, here it is at $19.60. So, you're really buying it at the bottom of the cycle, Wesley, which is not a bad thing. Not. It pays a 5.6% dividend. Uh, the P.E. ratio, I mean, it's a $19 stock. They're going to make $5 next year. Come on. I mean, uh, that's a 4 like P.E. A uh, so I think you're at the bottom of the cycle. So, and you know, if we fall, fall into a deep recession, yeah, it might go down further. But I don't think it's going to go down much further than the low it had in, at the end of the year. It's about 15 And I think the value, the value, this thing is worth 30 bucks, easy, easy. Okay, mm-hmm. Wesley, appreciate yeah, the call. No, thank you. Thank you. A D N T. Let's go to Chuck in San Francisco. How you doing, Chuck? Good. How you doing, Steve? 
Hey, I got a question. Good. Thank you for the call. Controls that actually owned it actually, JCI is a symbol. It actually owned Daddy at one time. Um, I purchased it through a stock purchase plan as a as a former employee, and uh, when it it uh, shed off its automotive and merged with Tyco, which uh, has fallen. It was in the probably around forty six. Now it's around the low thirties. Should uh, I hold on to it? Well, let's take a look at it. Johnson Controls International, everybody, is a big blue chip kind of company, $30 billion. Uh, manufacture electronic security system, valves, pipes, fire protection products, life, de- uh, life safety products. It's a big, big company. Um, just like everybody else on most of these companies, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, their earnings are going to go down in 2019. Most companies' earnings are going to go down, you know, uh, in 2019 um, because you know the big boost they had of taxes you just gotta just we just gotta ratchet that down of course they say they're gonna bat rebound in 2020 so we're gonna use that you know as our basis so that's two dollars and 38 cents it's a 32 dollar stock so it's not an unreasonable price for this stock I think you know it, it pays a 3.2 percent dividend and they don't have a lot of debt. I'm kind of thinking you hold on to it, uh, Chuck. I, I don't okay. see a reason to sell it. Um, it's already been beaten up. You know, I mean, it was in the high 40s, the mid 40s, 46, 44. Right. And, you know, here it is, 32. So uh, it, it didn't get crushed, but it's been beaten up. And it, it depends if we go into recession, you know, uh, but I don't think we're going to do that this year. It might be next year. I think you're going to get a bounce this year. I really do. Chuck, I appreciate okay. the call. JCI. Thank you, Chuck. JCI, Johnson Controls International. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And, of course, we stream live and broadcast Invest Talk live at the 4 o'clock hour Pacific time. And that's each day, each weekday. And it's also available 24 hours a day, seven days a week via our archive, archive podcast at investtalk.com. That's investtalk.com with two T's, so you can download it if you want. And, of course, you can listen and subscribe to Invest Talk Podcast at iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. So I hope you tell your friends, family members, everybody else about Invest Talk. And now the lines are open. We are taking your financial or investing questions live, 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk, made possible by KPP Financial. If, to any degree, you are ever unsure about the consistency of your skill set with regard to managing your portfolio, it may be a smart time for you to ask KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein for their individualized guidance. You can start with a no-obligation phone call to the KPP Financial Office in Dana Point, California, or send Steve and Justin a message through investtalk.com. The InvestTalk radio and podcast continues now. The phone lines are open. You can call with questions. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Okay. We're going to lose 36 million jobs to artificial intelligence here over the next few years. Um, And, you know, I think, I hope people are not panicking over that. Because our system... Economic system always destroys jobs. 
and creates new jobs. Always has. That's the way we progress. That's the way we grow. You're not going to be able to stop it. And, and robot, robots are not going to replace everybody. But they are going to replace, you know, a what? Uh, about a quarter of the U.S. jobs over the next 10, 15 years, maybe 20 years. Automation is just going to happen, and you're not going to be able to stop it. What, what that means, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> what that means is uh, your skill set is going to have to, all everybody's skill set is going to have to up, go up a notch. You're going to have to reskill yourself, or you're just going to have to learn new skills. Um, and when you're coming out of college, make sure you're not learning the old, old job skills that you're not going to be able to use. And it's going to be a while. Some people think it's just going to be a few years away. Some people think it's a couple of decades. And I'm thinking the decades are probably more accurate than a few years away. Why do I say that? Well, because um, AI has been a promise that's been coming out a long time, and it's just not coming out very fast. It's not as fast as everybody thought it would be. So don't worry. The machines are not going to take over everything, but they will take over routine tasks, things. You know, There's going to be checkout. You see it now already, checkout kiosks that you can check out yourself. Um, you know, that's just going to get more and more and more. So low-skilled, unskilled labor is going to be in trouble. There's always going to be a need for that. But that, that, that labor is going to keep shrinking with automation. Our anytime listen line, 888-99-CHART, is the investor's friend. You can get your questions in whenever you want to. Here's a question that came in earlier. All right, question for the show. Uh, calling about IAF. Uh, Aberdeen, Australia. Just curious, your take on this equity fund. The reason it interests me is due to its high yield, high dividend. You know, if you could touch base on that in one of your podcasts, that would be great. Thank you. Okay, Aberdeen, Australia Equity Fund. IAF is in Frank. Uh, closed in, you know what I mean by that? Closed in fund investing in equity securities of Australian companies for long term capital appreciation. Closed in versus an open in. It's like an ETF. Open in versus closed in. Open in means there's unlimited number of shares. So more buyers, they just keep buying more shares because they keep buying more stocks in the whatever uh, whatever the ETF is tracking. Closed in means there's only a finite number of shares. They might only sh- 1 million shares. That's it. Uh, this one is 19 million or so. So, so they only have a finite number of shares. So the holdings inside the closed-in fund could don't necessarily trade at net asset value, whatever the value is that they're of the holdings they have. Sometimes it can be traded at more or less, depending on how excited people get about what the holdings. They can drive the price up more than it's worth, or down, uh, down less than it's worth. So if you want to be in Australia. This is a type of fund you can buy. I'm not too keen on Australia because they are tied very tightly to China. And I'm not just sure how that's all going to work out yet. I think we might be premature uh, in, in investing. Remember, you know, Australia is in the Asia area and they do a lot of exports and imports from China. 
So if China is suffering, they suffer. That doesn't mean you don't get into it because you you, know, you want to buy things when they're at low price. And this is a pretty low price, uh, $5.14. But I'm not talking about that as a share price. I'm talking about, you know, pretty low price because of that problems that China has had, you know, and it has affected, you know, the entire Asia area. Jerry Palo Alto wants to talk about rebalancing. How you doing, Jerry? You need to rebalance? I uh, maybe, probably not. So, so I went big, probably the low of the market in December, and okay. so I've had a really good run. But good I mean, we're talking like a thirty thousand dollars investment now. Forty. Do I do I do anything with it? I mean, I'm sure I ride it right now, but. Well, if you're, are you an investor or are you a trader? Uh, if you're an investor, you know, uh, you wouldn't do anything. If you want to be a trader, then you start following it up with a stop. Doesn't mean it's get out necessarily, but it depends on what you bought. Did you buy a bunch of stocks or one index or ETF? I bought, I bought like five, Amazon, Apple, uh, Nvidia. I mean, I nailed it pretty good. And, and I want to be an investor. Okay. But I've always been a trader. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I oh, there's nothing wrong with taking profits on the way up. Nothing wrong with that. If you're heavily weighted in tech stocks, which it kind of sounds like you are, you want to start to cut back as it goes up. I mean, you've had a very nice bounce, and I think you're going to start seeing some hesitation if the Fibonacci numbers are right. You know, well, I think you're going to start seeing some hesitation, but. If, you know, with this this new, with the Trump uh, new tra uh, uh, opening up the government today, if that, that works out, if the China thing, that's the big thing here. If, if we get an agreement with China, that's going to be huge for the market. And those stocks you, you own will do well. If we don't and we start, you know, we, the, the fight gets even nastier between us and them, then or the talks break off we're going to have, the market's going to retrace. So it's one of those things that's very difficult to know because it's the politics is something we can't, you and I can't predict necessarily. If it was based on right. earnings and the growth of the economy, we can predict that. But it's not always that way. So I would probably take profits on the way up. That's probably what I would suggest. Jerry, appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you. Remember, Great, that's a trading kind of deal there. Thank you, Derek. That's trading. It's not really a buy and hold or investing for the long term. Trading is a bit tricky. You know, it's a bit tricky. You got to be careful. This is Invest Talk, and I'm Steve Peasley. The weekend is here, everybody. And if you can find any free time, I'll remind you that there's a wealth of investment information available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at investtalk.com. So if you want to get some invest. And if you want to get some financial reading done, you can do it this weekend on our website. We still have about 10 minutes remaining, and I'm taking your calls live. 888-99-CHARM. On the next Invest Talk, the CEO of UPS is now saying that the United States economy is not slowing down. That story Monday. But now, Steve is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your calls. 888 99 Chart. 
Hi Steve. Hi Justin. This is the other Steve. I'm looking at maybe taking a position in Citigroup, ticker symbol C. It has bounced back from its lows. And my question would be, is it too late already to get in or where would you see a good entry point? Thanks. I would say no, it's not too late. Citigroup, the symbol C, global holding company offering banking, investment, insurance, and credit card services. So the stock has fallen from 74, uh, went down to uh, the $50 range, and today it's at 64. So you made a, uh, you missed, may have missed. It's tracking the market. If you look at the chart of this, and you look at the chart of the, chart of the market, and you can see they both did the same thing, like a V bottom and a retracement. Uh, I don't know if it's retracement. Uh, it's probably going to slow down in this area. Um, they're going to make good money. $7.57 next year, up 5% from this year. I mean, eight, 2018. Let me rephrase that. 2018, uh, they're going to make 5% more in 2019. Okay, to $7.57. And then they're scheduled to make even more money in 2020 to $8.70, which means that the PE ratio is going to be about 8 so it's still very reasonably priced. So that's why I say, no, you're probably not too late. It doesn't pay a great dividend, 2.8%. You would think a bank like Citigroup, $156 billion in size, would be able to pay a bit more yield on a stock of a PE of so low. It should be able to pay that. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean if you're going to make $8.70, why can't you pay, you know, 30, 40% of that in a dividend because you're a bank. You could. Okay, well, that means that the dividend would be twice what it was, what it is now. But they're not. I don't get that. Anyways, yeah, no, I don't think it's too late, but I think you might see some retracement here. I don't think it's just going to go straight up. You might be want to wait to see if you get a retracement and buy it then. That might be a better deal. Okay, uh, ECB Draga. Remember, the ECB on December 31st stopped their bond buying, their QE, quantitative easing process. They stopped it. Okay, that means that they, they no longer are being as accommodative as they were before. In other words, they're tightening, tightening the money supply. And I remember them announcing that, I remember talking about it and saying that this seems to be at the absolute wrong time because, you know, their economies in Europe are starting to falter. This was last month, month before, I don't remember exactly. Today, remember, they just stopped it, December 31st. Today, Draghi said they're ready to offer stimulus into the European Union, the EU. Does that give you any confidence about them at all? I mean, come on, how... I don't want to. I don't want to be too mean here. But you just stopped your stimulus, your QE, on December thirty first. That was twenty five days ago, and now you're talking about re-stimulating. Now, they probably need to re-stimulating. But why did you stop it in the first place? This is what these central bankers kind of irritate me a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking they always they seem to get it wrong a lot, and that's upsetting. Now, next Friday, we are going to get employment reports. Now, the, the government's back in business, right? We've had a lot of delays and a lot of reports, okay? Um, but we'll get the employment report on time next week because it's produced by the Labor Department, and the Labor Department was not, was not shut down. 
However, the GDP for the fourth quarter and the PCE, which is the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, those reports might be delayed. They might be delayed. Really can't tell yet. So that is of interest. I had a call about TDC, uh, email, I'm sorry, an email about TDC. I wanted to get to that before the before we close it up for the day. Um, provides enterprise data warehousing company. It's growing, you know, its sales have flattened in the recent quarter. Uh, it's big. It's a five, uh, $5.2 billion company. They're going to make $1.58 after you know, going down a dollar twenty-four this year, dollar fifty-eight next year. Uh, I, I think it's expensive. Chart looks great, broke out, but I still think it's expensive. So I, I would be, I'd probably stay away at this stage. I'm Steve Peasley, and that completes another Investop program, everybody. And that's another week of Investop programs. And I thank you for your support. I really do. Thank you for the calls. I want you to have a great weekend. Justin will be here on Monday. I'll be here the rest of the week, Tuesday through Friday. Good night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.